Hey, hey, hey. What's the point of any of this? I have no shows to plug. This is the opening buffer. There are no new five-star reviews. If you leave one on iTunes in a comment, I'll read it here. I feel like I'm starting this with the wrong energy. I think what I do want to plug is the only thing I have to plug is the new hour that I posted on YouTube. Is it still new after all of me talking about this? It's probably the old hour at this point, right? Ah. It's called Modern Mail. And it's on YouTube. If you uh, type in my name, Zoltan Kazis, or Kasash, if you're one of them Hungarian types, uh, and put in Modern Mail, it's doing great. It's been up for a little over a week. We're at 67,000 views. Uh, and let's see how the GoFundMe is doing. I think we're just under three grand. The GoFundMe that I set up, which is a fundraiser for the Meals on Wheels program. We're at $2,865. Our goal is five grand. Help us get there. Watch the special. Throw a couple shillings at the Meals on Wheels GoFundMe. And uh, everything's the same. I don't. I want to be positive. I want to be positive. I'm going to try to be positive. Let's try to be positive. Huh? Okay, let's try. Starting now. This Week in Zoltan. Hey everybody, welcome to This Week in Zoltan. This is episode 285 coming at you on this beautiful, I don't know what day it is, morning. I know it's April 2nd. I paid my rent yesterday. Shockingly, that was still due. Despite the world catching on fire, I'm here. I'm, I'm sipping an iced vanilla latte from Dos Palmas Cafe, which is shockingly still open. And I'm supporting small business. Am I spreading coronavirus by going outside for a nice coffee? Is that essential? Well, if you were my backed up bowels, you would know that iced coffee is an essentiality to me right now. I ain't I'm making up words. That was me pretending to be positive. I think I did it for all of, uh, all of 10 seconds. I did it. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what day it is. I think it's Tuesday. Wednesday? Is it Thursday? I don't know. I'm here. I'm talking to you. I'm in my living room. Jessica's on her red bed. And I am slowly... Uh, I'm, I don't know. Like, it. I, I wanted to do these podcasts every day, but I don't know what to talk about. That is the vow that I made. But if you watched my new hour, you know I don't keep my vows. Come on now. That's a solid joke. No one should be going out of that. Um... Yeah, I said I was going to do these every day, but I don't, there's like, what am I supposed to talk about? The, the, the most recent obscure movie that I watched on Netflix? Like, I don't, I don't know. You watch the news like I watch the news. You want me to tell you what I saw on the news? You don't want to hear that. You don't want to hear that. Do you, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I can't tell you about my travels. I can't tell you about new life experiences because I don't have any. I don't have any new life experiences, really. Other uh, Emma can throw a football. That was a good life experience. Thank God she exists, and she now lives in San Diego, and I don't have to fly to Florida to visit her anymore. That's the positive. I got my best friend next door. That's cool. He's still working. He's a truck driver, so he's still out there delivering. If I end up getting sick now, I know it's not from my travels. Which is kind of a positive. There's a positive. It took a minute, but I found it. If I end up getting this Rona, which is what I'm calling it now. There's no reason to cut COVID-19. 
Where were the other 18, huh? Yeah, I'm turning this into a, a corny meme, is what I'm doing. Uh, I'm calling it the Rona. Not the coronavirus, not corona, not the virus. Uh, definitely not the Wuhan fever, or whatever the hell Trump called it. I'm not calling it any of those things. Um, calling it the Rona. I at least know that if I get the Rona now, it wasn't because I was connecting through uh, the Detroit airport or the Denver airport, or any of the other airports, or because I shook everybody's hand after my shows in Philadelphia. I at least know it's not that. We had been far enough away that I know that I didn't get it in Seattle, and now, April 2nd, I came home on the 9th of March. It's been over 14 days. I definitely didn't get it doing comedy, which is nice, which means that if I get it, it's extra scary. It would have made sense had I gotten it, gotten it going through the airport. High five in the TSA agent as I do. Exchanging my 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 uh, my credit card while buying uh buying obscure protein bars at the newsstand. That would have been noteworthy. But now, if I get it, it's just because I went and got a nice coffee. Or I talked with my best friend Dane for five minutes, and he uh, he delivers things, and he was my conduit to society. I'll tell you what, though, these are um, we're in committed times. If you weren't in a committed relationship before, you are now. You are now. There's no cheating. There's no infidelity. I mean, you're in committed friendships now. I'm in a committed. The only two people I interact with in person are Emma and Dane. And whoever they interact with in person is who I interact with in person. And we are in a committed friendship, relationship. You know? This is a committed time. Dude, if you get cheated on in the next, in like, from now until when this is over, that person really hated you. You did something really good. You did something so good that they risked their lives to get some strange. If you get cheated on right now, oh boy, I am here for you. Not physically, uh, but within a minimum of six feet, I'm here for you. I won't hug you. I won't even elbow bump you. Unless you have a freakishly long arm. But yeah, this is the time for committed relationships. Whether it's someone you're dating, whether it's a friend of yours, you have to know who you're in contact with. I gotta know. You have to know who I'm in contact with. And we're keeping the circle tight. We're like a tribe on Survivor. What can you do? What can you do? What can I do? We're coming together. What's that? Emma can cook, and she's really good at yoga, and we're doing acro yoga, and she can throw a football. My best friend Dane mixes a mean cocktail. He pours them stiff. You better watch yourself. You're not going to have a second. You'll have one and then call it a night. Tells a hell of a story. He owns a gun. We keep him around for protection. What do I have? I have a heavy bag in the mail. That's what I have. I can't go to boxing, so I ordered a heavy bag on Amazon. It's supposed to arrive any day. Between yesterday and tomorrow is when this thing is showing up, and so that's what I'm bringing to the table. Other than that, 
I just had a hot glue gun come in the mail so I can I can hot glue gun things. Do you want me to hot glue gun a flashlight to a gun? Well, I'm saying gun a lot. What I'm telling you, yeah, these are subliminal messages. Get a gun, all right? I'm not going to have one. I'm terrified. But I'm glad Dane has one. And when all this goes to hell, it's going to be me and Dane out in the streets of Normal Heights robbing everybody for their fresh vegetables. Because I need some fresh veggies so I can make toilet. I'm sorry for being filthy. What do you want me to do? I haven't been on stage. The two things I love doing I can't do. I feel like a retired athlete. I know. I'm going to say things in these episodes that I've said in other episodes because nothing new has happened. Um, people are getting a little testy. I will, I will say that. I saw an almost fight. Emma and I went on a walk in her neighborhood. She lives closer to downtown. We went on a walk. And there was a guy in a car who was making a left, and he just, like, he was waiting for someone to pull out of a spot. And so while he was waiting for that person to pull out of the spot, he was just in the middle of the crosswalk, sitting in his big, dumb SUV. And Emma and I were crossing, and there was another guy crossing from the other side of the street, walking a dog. And then he stands there, and then he finally goes, dude, are you going to move? And then the guy in the car already agitated i could tell by the way he answered he was already agitated this was the this was the straw that was breaking the camel's back and he goes yeah man i'm just waiting for that car that car to move so i can take the spot do i need to get out of the car and do we need to make something of it that was his tagline that was his catchphrase do we need do i need to get out of the car and make something of it and then that dude and his foo-foo dog took off into the hills and um what, what a risk. I mean, that shows how mad you are. Not only are you willing to jump, or you're threatening, you're threatening, right, to jump out of your vehicle. You're threatening to jump out of your vehicle and assault a man walking a dog, all right? So that means you're taking on the man and his dog. You don't know that dog. That dog could be aggressive. That dog could hate its owner and jump in on your side, but you don't know any of this. You're willing to jump out of a vehicle, fight a stranger and a dog, same time. And during the Rona outbreak, where you're breaking the six-foot barrier. You're, you're not, you know, what are you going to hit him with, a, a pole? No, you're going to have to fist fight him like a man, like in olden times. You're going to get too close. So what? You beat him up. You jab the dog. You knock the man unconscious. And now you go home. You start sweating. Start getting the sore throat. Runny nose. Huh? Then your wife doesn't want you around the kids because you're infected. You got to stay in the attic. You didn't even know you had an attic. You just knew that there was a place above the top floor where you kept the Christmas decorations. Now you're over there sleeping next to tinsel for the next three weeks until you quit sweating uncontrollably. That guy was incredibly mad, but it, you know what? It's in these times that I, I remember, you remember your loved ones. And when I saw that fight almost happen, it reminded me of one of the greatest pieces of advice I've ever gotten from the late, great Daryl Jones. He told me if you ever get into a road rage incident or somebody in a car wants to fight you, what you're going to want to do is get out of the car first. Like, let's say you're in a road rage incident. What you want to do is get out of the car first so that way when the other guy goes to get out of his car, you mush him in the door jam and then kick his ass. That's what you do. So that's what I was, I was telling Emma that. I was like, yeah, if I was that guy walking the dog, I wouldn't have said anything. But... 
had that guy start getting out of the car, I'd have to run up and mush him and then beat him while he's wedged trying to get out of the car. And Emma was looking at me like, what the hell is the matter with you? And I was like, I don't, you know, these are life tips, life hacks. All right. You got to learn from your elders. And I learned a lot from Daryl Jones and that little information nugget popped into my brain when I saw that situation. You know, everyone leaves a legacy. And that was one of the of the many legacies Daryl Jones leaves behind. Uh, me, if I ever get into a rotor rage incident, I guess I'm going to have to mush the guy in the door jam and get to working on his face. I remember when Daryl told me that. I go, how, do you, how did you learn this nugget of information? And he goes, uh, someone did it to me. He, when, he was, when he was a teenager, he had gotten into a road rage thing in a parking lot. And uh, it was he was like uh, it was this old older man. He was like in his middle age or whatever. He got out of the car first, and as Daryl was trying to get out, he mushed him in the door jam, and went to working on his face. So, there you go. Don't do that now, because what's the point of beating someone up if you're gonna have to live in the attic for the next two weeks while you stop getting the chills? Anyway, um, so that's what's been going on. Another piece of information, I was doing an Instagram Live yesterday with my friend Chase Brockett, and this popped into my head, and it's absolutely true, you know? Right now, we're rationing. Everyone's just staying home, and we're, we're eating, but we're trying to ration food, but the thing you should be rationing is entertainment, all right? Nobody's talking about it, but all these shows, all these hit movies on your Netflix, your Hulu, your Amazon Prime, your newly founded Quibi, uh, um, what else is there, YouTube, all these things, this is it for the foreseeable future. This is it. They're not making new shows. There's no production involved. There's no meetings. No one's taking, no one's pitching anything. No one, maybe someone's writing something, but there's definitely not going to be a crew coming together to create new content. You need to start rationing entertainment, all right? If you're watching Shit's Creek, you better you better watch every episode twice, all right? There's only four seasons. You're going to zip through that, then you got to go on to the next one, and then the next one. I've been watching the news like I know you have. This thing's not going to be done at the end of April. It's not going to be done at the end of May. They said even if we do open up the country in June, July, and August, that we're going to get a second wave in the fall. That's not enough time for them to film new shows. It's not enough time for Netflix to film new comedy specials. That's not enough time for anything. Ration your entertainment. All right? Because you know what's going to happen if you don't? A year from now, you're going to be done with everything, and you're going to be Amazon priming old episodes of My Two Sons, or uh, or The Odd Couple, or uh, Taxi, which, by the way, I'm not knocking those shows, but you can't work it backwards. You can watch those shows first and then move up to Shit's Creek, but you can't watch all episodes of Shit's Creek, great show, by the way, I'm all in on it, and then just meander back into uh into lassie you know it's easy to move up it's hard to move back so my suggestion if you're not fully dived in to all the new content go back go watch andy griffith's show all right go watch i love lucy go watch the odd couple sanford and son uh what's the other one dynamite the, uh, the jeffersons what's the one where he says dynamite 
whatever that one is, uh, Three's Company, get into all of those. Then you work into the 80s. Now we're doing uh, Perfect Strangers. Um, the one where Michael J. Fox is a Republican. Uh, the ALF. Go watch ALF, alright? Go watch ALF before you watch anything animated. And then you start going into The Simpsons. And crank out all 58 seasons of The Simpsons. Don't, don't chicken out once in, once they get into their 2000s and it starts getting crummy. No, no, no. You watch all of them. And then you can move into Family Guy and American Dad and then slowly work your way out. And then by the time you catch up to the modern shows and by the time you start eating away through the shows that have been released now and within the last five years, hopefully we have a cure or we're dead. I'm just saying you don't want to be at the end of the road with no entertainment. Okay? Okay, we're either going to survive this, or we're not, but we want to not be bored. And that's where we are. So ration your entertainment. I didn't realize I was going to go on that lengthy of a rant about it, but apparently, apparently, uh, I feel strongly about it. Mmm. Get me an iced coffee. Alright, what else did I want to talk about? Uh, let's go on Twitter. Let's see what's happening on Twitter. I'm going to try to, you know what, This is a, I just came up with a new segment. And uh, it's probably going to fail. It's me <laughs> reading the latest news and uh, trying to be positive about it. Number one thing trending on Twitter right now is COVID-19 pandemic. By the way, who, when, did, when was that meeting that everyone's like, it's no longer coronavirus, it's COVID-19? When was the vote? Who gets to decide? What, what happens? Anyway, let's see what the latest is with the COVID-19 pandemic. The first tweet I'm seeing has been retweeted 1,630 times. Uh, it's, uh, it's by some guy who's named Brooklyn Dad Defiant. I don't know who this guy is. He, he, in his description, he says he's a proud papa, perpetually pissed. I like his use of alliteration. Blue Wave 2020 Feminist, The Resistance... Ah, never, never trust a dude who calls himself a feminist. You can be one, but just don't say it out loud. There was a comic who talked about that. I forgot his name, but very true. Never trust a dude who says... he. Yeah, there's ulterior motives, is my point. Anyway, he goes ahead and writes, A short list of folks who wouldn't have bungled the response to the COVID pandemic. Obama... Oh, and he lists all the... You know... Dude, I'm not a fan of Trump. I didn't vote for him. I wasn't going to vote for him this year. Uh, but, boy, are they dogpiling on this guy. And he, his, by the way, his response to this has been comedically bad. But, it's a little much. You're laying it on a little thick. It's You know what it's kind of like? All the, because uh, I watched the, I'm like you guys. No matter which way you lean politically, I'm exactly like you. I watch the news that says the thing that I feel, right? This is me trying to relate to everybody. Whether you watch the other one that says the things you like to hear, I watch the one that I says the things I like to hear. And even with the channel that says the things I like to hear, I'm like, come on, man. This ain't helping. I know he sucks. But... We, it's not helping. It's actually making me turn it off. You know what it's like? It's like uh, if you drove back by a car accident and you stopped and you went, hey, 
look at this car accident. And then all these people gathered around, and you're like, yep, it's a car accident. And you're like, and someone in the crowd, shouldn't someone call an ambulance? And your response is, it's a car accident. You see, everyone's all mangled. That guy's bone sticking out of his leg. I bet you he was texting while driving. And then you, instead of, like, helping or trying to help, you just point out the car accident and maybe what caused it and how stupid the driver was and all the injuries. It's not helping. It's not helping. You've created a crowd. And you know what? You will create a crowd because there will be like, what's that guy yelling about? Oh, a bloody car accident. Let me watch this comedically hilarious, horrible, horrifying, tragic car accident. But after a while of you yelling that, slowly the crowds are going to dwindle. They're going to start, you know. I'm like, all right, I get it. It's a car accident. And you're screaming about it. That's what it's like watching the news that I like. Yeah, I get it. He sucks. I didn't vote for him. I voted for the lady you couldn't trust. I didn't like my vote, but... It was I picked him over. I picked that person over this guy. I get it. He sucks. He 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 keeps he keeps falling over himself. I get it. Quit yelling about it. November, November's coming, and we're gonna see what happens. Three hundred fifty million of us will get together. I don't know if that's how many registered voters we have in the country, but that's our population. Who knows what our population will be by in November? Maybe a million of us will get together. <laughs> And we'll see if, uh, we'll see who gets, you know, over 500,000 votes. Is that right? There's a lot of people listening to this going, he doesn't know how elections work. He doesn't know. He has no clue what the electoral college is. I kind of don't. I'll be honest with you, I kind of don't. Wow, that one tweet sent me off on that thing. That was good. Let's see what else everybody's saying. Uh, since everybody is stuck indoors because of the COVID-19 pandemic, I want to spread some positivity. Oh, and how are you spreading positivity? I am giving three people that retweet this free Animal Crossing Nintendo Switch bundle. Oh, get out of here. Ugh. Uh, let's see what this person wrote. Pictures like this must trend. Unlike disobedient clowns provoking soldiers and posting half-filmed clips on social media... No cop or soldier will ever come clap for you for no reason. Respect our officers. Okay. And there's a picture of some soldiers dressed in, like, biohazard gear helping an old lady push her grocery cart. Okay. You know what would scare the hell out of me as a citizen? Being outside in my regular clothes with no mask, and then having the military show up in, like, full, like, like, gas, like someone dropped a smoke bomb, and then tear gas, and then they're wearing the correct equipment to still see clearly and dispatch the enemy, even though there's tear gas going on. That's what these people are wearing. I'd be terrified. You know what I would do? I'd be like, oh, I guess I don't need groceries. I need a lot more than groceries right now. I need to wrap myself in cellophane with two straws jammed up my nostrils so I can breathe before I come back to this grocery store. All right, what else? Uh, we can't forget the refugees' sufferings during the COVID-19 pandemic. They are the ones without health care or infrastructure with no place to call home. Also true. That sucks. That sucks, buddy. Representative Matt Gates. Let's see what this guy says. 
Official Twitter for Congressman Matt Gates, proud conservative who is honored to serve First District of Florida. The words proud and Florida should never be put together. Uh, sorry, Florida, but I might. I, I still want to come back, but who, who, you know? You know. Let's see what this guy writes. We need to have clean coronavirus relief bills that don't poison pills, that don't have poison pills in them, like $350 million for migration and refugee assistance. Democrats need to stop trying to socially engineer our country through crisis response legislation. Well, it sounds like Matt Gates needs to talk to that one person that whose tweet I just read that said these people are suffering. Oh, I forgot. That's how our country works. We'll help you, kind of. But you have to, uh, you know, you have to have this address. Oh, I said I was going to make a positive, and it's getting hard. But I'm going to keep going. Here we go. Opinions. Please stop shooting. We need the beds. What? There's still gunshot victims? I guess that's the only way you can fight now. That's the only way you can fight right now. Without having to get into six feet. I bet I bet the level of stabbings have gone down so much during this... There's a positive. Of all the violence that was going on in our fair country, in our world, before uh, the Rona, as I call it. All of it was... Uh, I'm sure all the, the physicality crimes that were done up close are now gone. Maybe we just we narrowed it down to shootings. Not that that wasn't already our number one. But, you know, there's no more stabbings, there's less punches, uh, kicks, you know? It's more distance, you know? Distance fighting. Which is good, because that leads to less conflict. A lot of people don't know that. But there were a lot more war wars in the world when all the wars were fought up close. And then slowly, we came up with, like, cannons, and then missiles... And then, like, uh, torpedoes and stuff. So more and more of the fighting was done from further and further away because people had bigger and bigger weapons. And what did that lead to? Uh, compromise. That led to the United Nations. And everyone who had nuclear weapons got a seat at the table. And they said, hey, let's work this out. Because, you know, you have a thing that could end the planet, and I do too. So that's maybe that's the positive thing. Forget guns. Get yourself a rocket launcher. And then if everyone has a rocket launcher, we can upgrade to missiles. And then eventually, we'll all, you know, discuss. Is that positive? I don't know if that was positive. I am losing my mind. Um, I can't read these tweets. What else is going on? Uh, what's the second... All right, so the number one thing trending is the COVID pandemic. Number two, two is Thursday thoughts. So I guess today's Thursday. <sighs> I don't want to hear your Thursday thoughts. Number three, World Autism Awareness Day. Yeah. Okay. I have to like, okay. You know, we got to skip all the days. I don't know, I, there's nothing against autism or whatever tomorrow is, but uh, yeah, we got other things. This, we're going to skip it this year, just like everything else is getting skipped this year. Your birthday is not happening this year, okay? Mine's in May. It's on the 23rd. I'm assuming it's not happening. I'm assuming I'm going to eat some ice cream with a candle in it right where I'm sitting right now. 
I don't know what we usually do for World Autism Awareness Day. Maybe this. Maybe what I'm doing right now by going, okay, I guess it's World Autism Awareness Day. I just think everything needs to be postponed to when you can have everybody's attention. Like, they're still having WrestleMania on Sunday. I'm a huge wrestling fan, but they're going to have WrestleMania with no people. And it's, why? 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 Wait. Just wait. Is the, is the economy that important? First of all, how much money are you leaving on the table by doing it with no fans? Because usually WrestleMania, and please, please respond to this, because I am no economist, all right? I know how to make very little money and not spend it. That's my economy, all right? Because I grew up poor, and I know that money doesn't come along all the time, so I don't, I don't spend any of it. Um, but yeah, explain this to me. How is it better to do a show in front of nobody just to put it on your network? So WWE has like a Netflix type thing, their own subscriber app that people pay $10 a month. And you're going to give them a subpar product. Because you don't want to lose subscribers, even though you have a library of 30 years worth of entertainment that people can go watch. I don't think you're going to lose subscribers. I don't think people are going to lo- like cancel their subscription because you're going to put on a subpar show with no audience. You need an audience. Pro wrestling is like stand-up. No one wants to watch a stand-up special with no audience and no laughing. And not a fake laugh track either. People can tell it. People can tell a fake laugh track. It's hard to do. It's very hard to do without people noticing. In fact, I don't think it's been done. Go watch watch Rob Delaney's uh, stand-up special on Amazon Prime. It's brutal, and the laugh track is done horribly. And that got released a couple months ago. That is modern-day, top-of-the-line, Jeff Bezos-funded... Laugh tracks and it stinks. Go watch that. You can't do stand up without an audience, and you can't have pro wrestling without an audience. It's like superheroes without CGI. There was a reason superhero movies in the in the eighties weren't that great. It's because they needed CGI. Now they got it. Now they're awesome. You can't have pro wrestling without a crowd. It just looks dumb. It looks really bad. Just don't have it. I don't I don't know why that was supposed to be a big economic speech, but <laughs> that's how it came by. Um let me respond to a text. You got it. Um let's see what else is going on. On the Twitter, Cat Williams is trending. I don't know why. Cat Williams, legend. Mac, Bernie Mac, legend. Murphy, Eddie Murphy, legend. Martin Lawrence, legend. Cat Williams, legend. Uh, Kevin Hart are miles apart. Why, why? I don't know. Why is everyone not like Kevin Hart? I've, you know, I've never watched a Kevin Hart special. <laughs> 
Maybe that's what I should do. That's what I'm doing. I'm conserving entertainment over here. How many hour? How many specials does that guy have? Like eight? That's perfect. I got eight hours of entertainment to catch up on right when I'm at the end. I don't know why Cat Williams is trending. They need to tell people like why people are trending. You know? I don't get it. What what else is happening in the news? Uh, the New England Patriots plane switches its cargo from Super Bowl champs to protective equipment. Oh, they're using the Patriots plane to send protective equipment to other countries. How American is that? Like, it's it's a big Boeing 757 with Patriots painted all over it. And that is exactly how America sends help. Like, we'll send help, but our face is coming on the box. It's like the equivalent of, like... I don't, uh, whatever. I'm going <laughs> to, I like that as I'm asking you to donate to a GoFundMe for the Meals on Wheels program. <sighs> I'm a hypocrite. Oh, there was an earthquake, powerful earthquake strikes Idaho. A preliminary 6.5 magnitude quake hit the north and hit North Boise Tuesday evening. Stay safe, Boise. I go there every year. 6.5, that wouldn't even make the news in San Diego. Come on, you guys. I hope everyone's safe. In fact, I know they are, because 6.5, that's just a chubby person falling in a trailer. That's not much of a quake, bud. Divorces are spiking in China as couples end coronavirus quarantines. Now we're talking. Now we're talking. Thank you, Twitter. Let me retweet this. Absolutely. Media reports from various cities show uncoupling surge in March as husbands and wives began emerging from weeks of government-mandated lockdowns intended intended to stop the spread of the novel coronavirus. One of the best pieces of advice I got from my mother, who, by the way, my mom's not the best at relationships. She's got two divorces on her belt. I'm working on my first. I mean, I'm separated, but I need to get the divorce finalized. Um, the worst thing you can do is live with the person. My mom said that. She goes, why is it that modern day relationships, and always going back to the starter relationships, you have to live with the person. Why can't you have two separate living spaces come together and then when you start annoying each other or one of you needs a break just to breathe and be yourselves, you go back to your neutral corners. That sounds amazing. That sounds like a recipe for complete and utter bliss. This is why married people buy big houses. Because that's the closest you can get to to living in separate places. But, you know, in in uh, whatever, where was that, China, that the divorce rate's high? That's a very highly populated place. So I'm sure a lot of people live in small apartments and close quarters and they were trapped in there with each other together for a month. Woof. Yeah. Let's get the government involved so I never see this person again in my life. Now, had they had two apartments, which I know economically, I know there's, there's conflicting things here. But if you had two places to go to, and then meet up when you want, and then scatter back when you're about to uh, say I hate you into someone's loving eyes, wouldn't that, I think that's a recipe. Listen, I don't claim to be a relationship master, but I think I got this one down. 
And I think I stole it from my mother. That was my mother's great idea. All right. Um, that's such a funny. I love that. Divorce is spiking. This coronavirus didn't kill our relationship, but us spending time together sure did. Texas Tribune. I've been getting a lot of them popping up. Texas company tried to sell masks at six times the normal price. Capitalism. Rent is due today. Thanks to COVID-19, many can't afford to pay. All right. Positivity. You know what? Don't pay it. LA freezes rent hikes for thousands of apartments for coronavirus. Okay. Trump weakens biggest U.S. effort against climate change, fuel economy. What? No one's going to be driving anyway. The agony of caring for a dying parent during the COVID-19 pandemic. How do I make that positive? Well, what if you had an awful relationship with your parent, and this is your way to get back to them? You just constantly serve them cold soup. Oh, oh, is that not piping hot? Well, lukewarm is all you're getting because you missed every Christmas. Rapper Takashi69 could be granted early release from prison. Oh, make that positive. You just saved his life because I'm looking at a picture of him and I'm surprised he survived this long. That guy couldn't win a fight with a baby. He looks like the most beatable person on the planet. Officials in India accept fault after videos emerge of workers being sprayed with disinfectant. They were trying their best. You know, there's no handbook on how to deal with coronavirus. They had a bunch of workers. They wanted to keep business going. They didn't want anyone to spread the illness, so they dipped each of them in giant barrels of Purell. By the way, I don't know if that's what happened. I'm sure if I actually click on this, it's going to be horrifying, and I shouldn't have tried to make light of it. But what's going to happen? I'm not going to get canceled now. Am I going to get canceled? Is anybody going to get canceled? Like, top-tier celebrities should be yelling their most insensitive things on Twitter because by the time this thing is over, the Twitter universe will have forgotten and they're going to go about their careers. Uh, this is war. Kumo pleads for help from doctors across the United States. Okay. I don't know how to make that funny. Social distancing might be helping California avoid New York's fate. Okay. Nice. It's time we take a jab back at all those New Yorkers. They always say that their cities, their state, or, you know, New York City's better than L.A., and it is by a mile. But here's our little jab back at them. Disney chair chairman Bob Iger foregoes salary to help employees during pandemic. Oh. Okay. I like that, you know. Social distancing is a privilege that some countries can't afford. Yeah, because too many people live too close together. Can life return back to normal in Wuhan? Yeah, with divorces, apparently. That's going to spike real estate. Admission requirements relaxed at all UCs, no SAT or minimum grades required. I can go to college? This is a positive. Thank you, coronavirus. I thought I didn't get into the UC system in California because I didn't take the SATs and because I graduated San Marcos High School with a 2.75 GPA because I took eight periods of woodshop my junior senior year because I couldn't wait to get the hell out of there. Turns out, suck it, I can get in. I just need a loan. All right. It's time to bring back giant airship hospitals to fight coronavirus. Okay, why don't we just... We just making things up now. 
I think that's it. How about we hit a song of the week and wrap this up? How about we do that, huh? Let me uh, let me pick a song I've been vibing to. Um, what's a song I've been listening to? Yeah, I played that one. Played that one. What have I looked up recently? Avenge Sevenfold. Ooh. Let's play some... Alright, Avenge Sevenfold it is. This is what we're doing. <laughs> it's happening right now in front of your eyes. No, we're not going to play that song. Something upbeat. They don't have anything upbeat. I'm trying again. I know we're gonna play something upbeat. You know, I don't care what I don't care that the world's on fire and people are dying from coughing and emphysema and all those things. We're gonna play something good. We are gonna play. Mm, I'll figure it out here in a second. Here we go. Good kisser. Have a great week, everybody. I'll record one of these again, probably. By the way, uh, this band is called Lake Street Dive, and I might have already played the song.
Sorry for the weird episode, but you know, it's getting to all of us.